Welcome to Redefining Reality, where we live at the intersection of wellness, business, and the birth of a global tribe. So relax your body-mind, open your heart, and recognize that we are the ones we've been waiting for. Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Redefining Reality. I hope you're doing well. It is the second week of February, and 2017 is off to a flying start. I don't know about you, but lots of things are changing. Lots of things are shifting. Old patterns are coming to the surface and demanding re-examination. And it has not been easy. It has not been a smooth ride in my experience. So if you're out there, I wish you the best. Know that uh, if you're moving in a, in, in a direction, oh, can I speak? If you're moving in a direction, that that is all that matters. Just don't stop. Stagnation equals death. So keep moving. Keep believing. Keep having faith and stepping forward and taking action. And uh, that's about all I can say on that note. Today's podcast is with my friend Michael Santanato, a.k.a. The Relationship Master. You can find him at therelationshipmaster.com. And we're talking about just that. We're talking about relationships. We're talking about love and intimacy and self-love and your relationship with yourself and the nature of the universe. We get into all sorts of fantastic information and concepts and stories. Michael is great. He's funny. He's engaging, and he really lives what he teaches. We also talk a little bit about writing a book, um, some of his biggest takeaways, some of his best teachers, and that's about that. It's a fantastic one. I thought it would be very fitting for Valentine's Day week, which is coming up. If you've got a special someone in your life, let them know. Let them know. Let them feel your love in action, whether that's with some flowers or some food or a really slow and sensuous night in, or a date and a dinner out, whatever it is, just do something to make them feel special. Because they are, and you are blessed to have them in your life. So don't forget that. Don't forget that. Also, this episode is brought to us by the friends at Audible. The friends at Audible. I love Audible. I really, really do. The latest book I've been getting into is called Braiding Sweetgrass, and it's all about plants, the, the, the intelligence of plants, and indigenous wisdom, and those are two things that I love to learn about. So, if you go to www.audibletrial.com slash Brian Hardy, that's B-R-Y-A-N-H-A-R-D-Y, you can get 30 days free on Audible and a free credit which you get to keep even if you cancel before the 30 days are up. How lucky are you? Turn your driving, turn commutes, turn busy work, cutting the grass, going to the gym, walking to the grocery store, turn all that time into learning time or into entertainment time with a fantastic story. That's about all I can say. Between podcasts and audiobooks, your life will be enriched 
beyond your imagination. It is true. It is true. So that's audibletrial.com slash Brian Hardy for that bonus. And without further ado, let's get into it. This is the episode with Michael Santanato, the Relationship Master for Valentine's Day week. Much love, my friends. Welcome, my friends, to another episode of Redefining Reality. I'm your host, Brian Hardy, and today I have a friend who is a very inspiring and thoughtful and um, game-changing kind of guy. And he's really, you know, leading the edge on topics such as relationships and intimacy and becoming the kind of person who can attract the kind of partner that you want. And there's a whole lot more that could be said about him. His name is Michael Santanato, a.k.a. the Relationship Master. And I'm very pleased to have him here today. So, Michael, welcome to the show. Brian, thank you so much for that introduction, and thanks so much for having me. My pleasure, my pleasure. Um, and for those of you that might be wondering right off the bat, why is, you know, why are we talking about relationships? Why is this nutritionist, wellness coach interviewing a relationship master? Well, I'll tell you, and then we'll dive into it. It's because relationships really are everything um, in my eyes, and I think you would probably agree. And the clearer we can get around that and the more awareness we can bring to our relationships, particularly our intimate relationships, the more harmony and flow and love and joy I believe we have the potential to experience. And those things are all very necessary ingredients for a holistically healthy and balanced life. So that's sort of some of the idea behind why I wanted to have Michael on. And... um, Mm -hmm. I think as we go through, you'll understand even more why that's the case. But first of all, first all, first off, ah, can't speak this morning. First off, I would love to share a bit of your backstory and a bit of how you got to be doing the work you're doing. How did you become the relationship mm-hmm. master? Awesome, thank you. And I love what you said about you know relationships, obviously, and and it being a harmonious life. Um, and just, you know, again, thanks so much for having me. I love the show and I listened to a bunch of episodes and, uh, what you bring is really, really valuable and unique. So thank you so much. Um, how I got started in this was about six, five, five, six years ago now. Um, you know, I was, I was very successful for my age in the retail corporate world. Um, I was an assistant store manager of a major, you know, big box retailer and been in that, you know, space for about seven years. And then I started to really dive into a lot of personal development work, took a lot of courses, very, very, very powerful, intense transformational courses. And my life started to change. My ambitions changed. And, you know, my desires for what I wanted for myself and the world changed. And I just wanted to give, you know, I was surrounded by a lot of powerful people and I just wanted to give back. I wanted to do more. I wanted to have more of an impact on the planet, you know, I always knew that I loved people and I loved helping people. And in in retail, I sort of got to do that, you know, great customer service and stuff like that. But um, I wanted more. And what I saw as possible, you know, my vision just expanded. So I started out my first adventure into helping people on entrepreneurship on my own was this 
thing called Next Level Business Group. And I almost laugh when I think back at it, but, you know, every journey starts somewhere. So we, I, I just got a group of people and I was new to this coaching thing and this coaching world and this whole aspect of helping people, you know, with your knowledge, helping people get what they want through a journey of discovery, action and adventure. So just got a bunch of friends together, people who I thought were experts in different areas of life. You know, people who had skills or um, experience in, in different areas of life, parenting, money, uh, business, family. And I was kind of the love guy. And there was a health person as well. So why I chose love is because, you know, like relationships just always came naturally to me. And uh, I, I had been, a I guess, serial monogamous throughout my whole life. So I really loved being in love. And I loved all the things that you know, came with a great relationship and all the learning and growth. So I did the, the love coaching and long story short, that business didn't work out and I was way too new and arrogant and headstrong and had, you know, zero, zero ability to be teachable. So I, I went back to the drawing board after burning through a ton of money, paying these people, even though they, they weren't self-motivated, they weren't self-starters. Um, they, they didn't even know sales either. And, and a business has to survive with sales, right? So I stopped doing that and then kind of did a you know bit of self-discovery and, and learning. And what I did have is success with the people that I did work with in relationships. They got results. Um, you know, I got referrals, testimonials, things like that. So even though I stopped that business, I still wanted to continue exploring that path. And it's when I went to an event called Awesomeness Fest in 2012 where I discovered you know my true gift this guy he's a speaker he's phenomenal he lives in Vancouver his name is Philip McKernan and uh, in this one segment of this one event called awesomeness fest he just he just was super straight with people and he just got straight to you know their gifts and their purpose and their passions and he he just like he just went right into us and he just said you know what your gift is you know what you're here for. It's right there. It's in your gut. Dig deep and look for it and find it. And he, it's like he wouldn't let us go until we found it. And it just came to me that my gift that I could give was relationships, specifically helping people attract a great partner, because that's something that I'd always done with ease throughout my life. You know, yeah, serial monogamist, but like great relationships with great people and great partners. And it just kind of came naturally. So. Over the next few months, I started to develop this this brand and this idea that I, I am a master at attracting great partners. And I did that easily. And at first, I just thought it was luck. But then I broke it down as a science. And I was able to see there's steps and there's you know a method to this and a process to this. And there's things that I do after every relationship, before every relationship. There's a, a state of mind that I get into before... I meet someone that then has me meet them. So what I've been doing for the last, you know, about five years is specifically helping people who are single, who are stuck, who are not attracting the right people or they're attracting the wrong people or they just haven't been on a date in years. Those are the people that I tend to work with and have the most success with. So that's, that's my gift. That's what I've created. I've got a great practice around that where I do group coaching 
one-on-one coaching. I give a lot of talks. I've done a lot of singles mixers. I've been very, very fortunate to be invited to speak at a lot of different events. Um, I wrote my own book and was featured in two other books. I write for some online magazines, and I just started creating some online courses. So I feel really blessed and really lucky to be able to do this work with people because the, the kind of people that come to me are the kinds that are like they're on the verge of giving up or, or they've just they've they've given up for so many years and and you know they might be ready to start start to go down that path of self-awareness and explore what what is it that is preventing me from attracting the right partner so it's a beautiful process it's a lot of fun and uh it's my life's work and um i met the love of my life you know i'm a product of my own product and i'm with the most wonderful woman i could ever imagine the person who I've wanted to be with my entire life. She's got everything I've, looking, I've been looking for. And uh, we're engaged. We're going to be married in uh, nine months in September. That's awesome. That is awesome, man. And it's it always lights me up when I hear people, um, you know, relate to their work in that really positive sense, like just feeling blessed to be able to do what you're doing. Um because I, I definitely, I definitely resonate with that and feel the same way when I'm able to help someone on the health and wellness side of things. And it seems to me that, where it sounds like you know you really represent um, hope and a clearer mm-hmm. way forward for a lot of people, mm-hmm. which is Thank so you. important, right? Because so many people become jaded or you know just, oh, yeah. just depressed and they, they give up and because they don't see a better option they kind of yeah. just you know stay stuck um, you're totally right you're totally right yeah. what's really interesting too is a lot of people that are actually numb like they've, they've gone to the other side where and I was with someone yesterday in this workshop and I've known her for years and she's she's on the other side like she's in full of denial she's completely blind to all of it and has no idea that she has no idea that she'll never attract someone because her state of mind is completely ignorant. Like she's on the, she's on the other edge. She's, she's gone to the other side. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's one of the things that I'd like to, to jump into is the whole, the difference between, um, you know, finding someone by chance or by luck or, you know, just by happenstance, Uh um, versus, consciously becoming the kind of person that then can effortlessly attract the partner that you desire. Beautiful. Beautiful. Awesome question. What's really funny is um, there is no accident. Like we just have to accept 2017. We've got huge amounts of data and studies and proof. And, you know, if you just broke into quantum physics, which may seem like a big, scary topic, but it's really just the mathematical explanation of how things happen. You know, we, we live in a cause and effect universe. Every action has an equal or opposite reaction. And this has been said for decades now. Now, in 2017, we can really prove this. And there's tons of data, books, research, material, documentaries that can help a person understand how their thoughts create their reality, how their actions produce other results in their lives or, or 
you know, what, what, what we think and feel literally like the, the, the translation into how that comes into your reality. So what we have to understand is there is no accident. There's no such thing as coincidence. We live in a completely cause and effect universe. The analogy I like to use is that of a tree. If you look at a tree and that tree starts to die over time, you don't weep and cry for the tree. You know that it either either it hasn't gotten enough rain or it hasn't gotten enough sunshine. Like those are the two causes that would kill a tree. Okay, it survives the winter in the in the extreme cold, but even then, still it gets the nutrients from you know the sun and the previous season and the rain and the snow and all that stuff. But nobody weeps and cries for that tree. Yet it is a law of nature that it will withstand the winter and come back in the spring. And what will happen in the spring? The sun will shine. It will get more nutrients. It will store those nutrients in the roots. It will rain and it will feed and it will flourish and bear fruit or leaves. But we don't look at our lives like that. We don't look at our lives like, I thought this, I took that action and that happened. I did this and this happened. We don't look at our lives like that. But you could look at a tree and study that and you're not going to weep for it. You're not going to cry for it. You're just going to understand it's it's at the effect of nature. And it's, you know, planted there. It's getting the sun. It's getting the rain. And that's what's happening to it. And so it's bearing fruit. But our lives, we, we have so much confusion and significance and meaning and, like, beliefs that do not serve us. So that when stuff happens in our life or doesn't happen in our life, we don't look at the cause. But people who are extraordinarily happy, who live a great life, who, who are successful, through their definition of success, they, they know that it's because of their choices. It's because of their beliefs. It's because of their thoughts. They, they chose it. And there is no accident. Maybe they, they'll say they've been blessed by God and, you know, they're lucky or fate or things like that. But their beliefs at the end of the day, and their actions are what caused it. I always say reality is a result of your beliefs. So even for the person who it just happens by accident for, I bet you if we talk to them, we could trace back prior to it happening, there was some state of mind that they had. And for those people where it just kind of happens just by accident, it's usually because they've let go of attachment. They've let go of beliefs that weren't serving them. They started to care, but not that much, which is the perfect vibrational place, which we can get into later. And as a result, the universe delivered to them something that was a that was a perfect vibrational match. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. And I love that. I love that perspective. Um, you know, I have a very scientific mind and tend to, um, you know, want to understand how things work. And so the whole analogy of the tree and nature and just the concept of becoming the observer, right? Detaching from your own story for a little bit mm -hmm. to get a bigger perspective. Yep. And from there is really where the power comes, right? The choice comes and the awareness comes. And Absolutely. I want to, I would love to dive deeper into, you know, what you said about the, um, you know, uh, caring but not too much and the whole yes. idea of um like when we're wanting or grasping for something oftentimes yeah. the very nature of that is is keeping it outside of our experience mm -hmm. yeah exactly 
um, what a reference that I use with my clients is think of a speedometer or odometer. Okay, just just see that image of the half circle, the semicircle, and that line that measures where you are. Okay, so on one end, let's say at the zero, we have full-on attachment. That's const- that's constriction. It's control. It's full-on attachment. It's like must have. It's clenched. Okay, picture a clenched fist. Okay, and then on the other side, you have a completely open palm. You have an open palm, you are completely detached, you're unattached, you're totally allowing anything, anything, anything to come and go. You have no attachment. Where's the perfect place to be? The perfect place to be is right down the middle. It's to care, but not that much. It's to be unattached. It's to be, actually, the perfect word is detached, okay? So what that is, is that is, it's called a full spectrum vibration. It's where you can go with the flow. It's where you move with the flow. You are in the flow of life. You're not attached. You're not constricted. You're not like focused. This must happen or this won't happen. This can't happen. I can't do it. It's not going to happen. You have none of that. And you're not on the other side either where you're not completely aloof. You could care less. You don't give a shit. I don't know if we're swearing on this show. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you don't yeah, give a damn. Anything goes. Okay. You, you don't care about what happens, and you could really care less if the person came or went or, you know, if you died or you stayed alive tomorrow. You don't care about that. You're right down the middle where you can be with anything, the flow of life. You have your desires, and you know what you want, and you're going to let them come to you. You're going to allow it to happen, and you're going to take some action too. How I met the love of my life and how I met each of my partners, is I saw them somewhere. I, I don't use online dating. We can talk about that later if you like. I'm not a fan to. of online. No, yeah, I'm not a, am I. Okay. I'm not a fan of online dating. So what I did is whenever I saw someone that I was attracted to, that I felt a connection, I would approach them. I would make an action. I would make a comment, start a conversation, you know, make a compliment, ask them a question, introduce myself. So I'm right down the middle. I, I don't go out looking. I never went out looking. And I don't tell my clients, go here, go there, say that, do that. No. When you are aligned in the right place, right down the middle, where your beliefs, thoughts, and emotions are in the right place, taking an action feels like a joy. It feels right. It feels good. You take that action, it leads to results. Definitely. Definitely. And, um, yeah, I mean, to touch on the online dating piece, I've just, I've always been skeptical of it and thought it was kind of... I don't know if I had some belief around it. It's like I'm desperate if I'm on there or or whatever it is. It seems to work for some people. Mm -hmm. But I've always had the most um, success and just felt the most natural when I'm out doing something that I love to do, right? I'm at a workshop. I'm at a yoga class. I'm at a bookstore, someplace where I'm likely to bump into someone that I'm compatible with. And then, yeah, just going more off of the, you know, the instincts, right? Because our bodies don't lie. And exactly. when you feel that chemistry, and you, I mean, when you have awareness of posture and chemistry and those sorts of things, it becomes very clear, you know, oh, there's something here. I should go, I'm curious, you know, I want to explore this. Um, and for me, it simplifies things a whole lot because I don't got time to be sitting on a computer and writing messages back and forth and all that stuff. Yeah. I, some people do, but um, it's, not, well, it's not the approach I like. Yeah, well, for people like you that are more in tune with 
you know, people and you're maybe a little more sensitive to energies and you prefer an authentic connection than to, you know, sit behind a phone or a computer and type and, and try to build a connection that way. That's hard for you. It's, it's hard for you. It doesn't interest you. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel good. And it, maybe it feels inauthentic to you. So, you know, you don't have to do that. A good message for everyone is, like, you don't have to turn to online dating. You don't have to use online dating as the way or the only way. I, I, it's, it's, not, it's not the case. I've helped people for five years who don't use online dating, and I never once tell them to. And yet they meet the perfect partner at the right moment, at the right time, when their beliefs are aligned in the right place. So let's, you mentioned something amazing, by the way. Let's just talk about that for a second. You said, you said, um, the body knows when there's a lie. What did you say? Or that the body doesn't lie. That the body. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. So the flip side to that, which is another truth, is that the body knows what's true. Okay. Mm -hmm. The, The body knows what's true. That's where muscle testing works. For anybody that knows about muscle testing, it's, completely like it's it's becoming more and more accepted in the medical field it's, it's getting there you know it's creeping in but yeah. uh if you go to like a chiropractor or a um naturopath they might use muscle testing and muscle testing is where you ask a question and your body responds whether it's true or not so what what does this tell us this tells us about the it like the super powerful knowledge and capability of the body of a person, any person. And it also tells us that there are universal truths. And truth is something that can be felt. It can be known. It can be discovered. And it can be realized just by simply talking to the body and asking it. Yeah. And that, it still takes me a while to wrap my head around it because I've experienced it firsthand. I've gone to various practitioners that use it. We learned about some of that in holistic nutrition school. Um, awesome. But it was really coming into contact with some of the work of uh, Dr. David R. Hawkins, who wrote mm. P- Power Versus Force. Beautiful. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with that book, but um. it, yeah, so it's a powerful one. So anyone out there listening, Power Versus Force is the best breakdown and explanation of all this that I've come across. Um, and it becomes, for me, it becomes very freeing when we can stop having to try and use our intellect and our thinking mind to solve all of our problems, which I think oh. our culture, for better or worse, um, has become dependent on, right? It's You're going to think your way to success. Um, education and intelligence are measured with IQ oftentimes and completely, completely disconnected from the body and disconnected from the intuition. And so I love that you really, you know, you bring that back into the picture um, because if you're, if you're going to find someone that you can be a partner with and be in, be intimate with, you know, in mm-hmm. the flesh, um, you're going to want to make sure that the body is on board. Absolutely. If, if you're okay with it, I feel like, um, you know, if I'm a listener that's listening and I'm someone who's, you know, maybe using online dating and it's not working, I think it would be really in service to them to, to just shed a little more light on that piece about the beliefs because, you know, if I'm someone listening and I'm used to doing online dating and it's not working for me, I'm going to be thinking, well, everybody's doing it. Like, what what else is there? What other opportunities are there? Mm-hmm. Well, there's lots of other opportunities. There's lots of other things you can do. 
that's not online dating. That is still dating oriented, you know, speed dating, meetup groups, you know, just go pursue your interests, you know, just go do things that you love. Um, go, you, you gotta be social. You gotta be out there, you know, um, there's lots of other dating events and singles mixers and things like that. And you can meet people that way. You don't have to use online dating, but I love leverage and I love having an advantage. Okay. So, you know, I'm a, I'm a seeker. I'm a student. Why? Cause I love knowledge. I want to learn. And as a business person as well, yeah, I want to do well. I want to be able to feed my family and all that stuff. So, so I love a competitive advantage. So instead of, this is the best thing I can recommend to anyone who's single right now, who's looking to be with someone, instead of jumping to the online dating site, instead of jumping to the events and the speed dating and the mixers and even using a matchmaker for, for people who are, you know, older or more mature, um, don't do any of that. First, hear what I'm about to say. And that is, remember that reality is a result of your beliefs. So work on your beliefs first. Get down to the nitty gritty of your beliefs that do not serve you and work on those. What are the I can'ts in your life? What are the, it doesn't happen for me. What are your beliefs about yourself, relationships, and others that are not serving you? Because take my word for it. For sure, those beliefs are working against you, okay? The conscious mind is only 20% of our life. The unconscious mind is 80% of it. If you know the 80-20 rule, that pretty much sums it up. If you think about the image of an iceberg, your conscious mind is that stuff on the top above the water, and your unconscious mind is everything below the water. So the unconscious mind is the real depth of who we are. And if we want success or we want to achieve our goals, you gotta work with the unconscious mind. You gotta, 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 gotta for sure work with the unconscious mind. So you have to examine yourself and be truthful about what are your beliefs around yourself? Am I too fat? Am I too ugly? Am I too slow? Am I not muscular enough? Is, is my nose too big? I know for me, like in my childhood, I struggled with my nose, you know, and everybody's got something. So what is it about yourself? Do you think you're not smart enough? Do you think you don't have enough money? Do you think you need to be, you know, somebody different than you are. What are the I can'ts or the shoulds that you have about yourself? And then go to, go to relationships. Relationships are hard. Relationships are difficult. Look at your parents' relationship. You know, that's the prime example. That's your first example of a relationship. What was that like? Relationships are toxic. Relationships are trouble. Relationships are expensive. Whatever it is. And then lastly, look at your relationships about the opposite sex. Okay. All men are pigs. All men are cheaters. All women want is my money. All all women are stuck up. All women are stubborn. All men are liars. Whatever it is, you know, whatever it is, and you got to you got to do work on those. Like you don't understand. That's not an option. Because here's the problem with why hiring a matchmaker doesn't work for people. Here's a here's the reason why online dating doesn't work for people. Although I'm not a fan of online dating, because for me it's, you know, it's inauthentic and, you know, all that, whatever, I'm not going to get into that. It's still just a vehicle. It's just a tool. All these things are just tools. And if you don't work on yourself first, you're screwed. Because you are wherever you go. 
And you could have the best app or the best matchmaker on the freaking planet. But if your beliefs are not in the right place, you're not going to meet the right person. You can't outwit the universe. You can't outsmart the universe. It is the mirror. It is the reflection. If you want a book that will help you understand this, take a look at the holographic universe. You know, I love that you mentioned power versus force. Let's also bring up the holographic universe by Michael Talbot. Proves that the universe is a mirror and everything is one big hologram. And all the things that the sages have been saying for thousands of years, karma, you get what you think about, what you get is what you give, turns out it's true. The universe is holographic. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it's a hard pill to swallow for some people, but I find once swallowed and accepted can bring a lot of freedom to life. Absolutely, right? and liberation. Move. Yes, liberation, I love that word. Um, and can yeah free you up to really become the creator that you're meant to be right that's that's my fundamental belief is that we are all creators we're here to learn we're here to grow we're here to experiment and have fun with this you know galactic playground and yeah. um, knowing knowing the rules and knowing how it works is really um, I mean that's leverage. what we should be yeah it's it's everything right it's leverage it's that competitive advantage and it's it's what I, I hope is more and more becoming uh, mainstream and accepted and understood and valued, really. Um, yep. And I wanted to maybe see if we can tie in values and beliefs. I know the two are very mm. closely linked. Um, yeah. And that many times what we value is where we get results, right? And so how can we better understand um, our beliefs. Mm -hmm. So we, we've gotten the picture of our beliefs, right? So yeah. I guess from there, actually, once we understand our beliefs, what would be some of the ways you suggest people go about um, sort of plucking out the, the 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 ones that aren't serving us and planting some new ones, some ones that are more aligned and, and life affirming? Mm -hmm. Well, to go back to your values, it's a great question because it's, it's maybe it'll help um, you know, people get to more of a state of clarity, you know. So what you value is as simple as what you spend your time on, okay. what it's, 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 it's that simple. What you value is what you spend your time on. If you value communication, do you go above and beyond? Do you spend extra time to ensure that you communicate clearly, crisply, and that the other person receives your message? Or do you just send it and not give a fuck? Okay, most people just do that. Most people just send it and not give a shit, all right? Mm -hmm. But if you value communication, then you will go above and beyond to make sure that you're communicating clearly, that the other person receives your message, that you're not offending the other person, that they're getting your contribution, and, you know, that they're hearing you, or that they're on the same page as you. You'll go and take that extra step, okay? If you value comfort, then you'll probably spend a lot of time sitting at home behind a laptop, behind a computer, or on your phone, chilling, watching Netflix, if you value comfort, okay? If you value love, you'll give it to people. You'll share it with people. If you value honesty, then you will do your best to be honest, even when it's uncomfortable. And on a weekly basis, you know, 
each of us should be experiencing that. Like you, you should be experiencing the discomfort of getting outside your comfort zone because you value honesty. Because it's it's hard to be honest with people because it's easy just to be, you know, what whatever and lackadaisical and gossip and bad talk and you know not really tell people how you feel and stuff like that. Like yesterday, I was at this event and this woman said something that totally crossed me. It absolutely crossed me and it pissed me off. And I, in my mind, my ego was like, "Fucking oh, man, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do something right now, right?" My ego was just starting to go off the charts, and I'm like, mm. "Okay, chill out." You know, she's a child of God. I'm a child of God. We're all children of the universe, light source. You know, whatever you want to call it, divinity. We came from somewhere, and I was able to put my ego aside, and you know, a being of light and someone who actually does really good things on this planet for people because because I know who she is and she she helps people get their message out there and that's a big thing and that's a good thing. So even though I was pissed and she said something that just made me want to freaking run and call her all kinds of names in front of, you know, 45 other people, I didn't do that. Why? Because I value the human being. I value the human spirit and I value honesty. So I went outside the room, I cooled off, I came back, and I said, listen, what you said really hurt me. And I haven't been hurt like that in years. And I feel like I was just back in high school. And, like, you led me on, led me to believe that you liked me. It, it wasn't a romantic thing. That was just the, the memory that got activated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now I feel like you just went and had sex with my best friend. And now you're making fun of me. And that, that's how that's how it feels. And it had nothing to do with that. It was, it was actually a business thing. But... That, that was the feeling that came up. But I value honesty. I value people. I value truth. So after I calmed down, I went back and I said, this is how you made me feel. I just wanted you to know. And what I know for sure is that hurt people hurt people. So for you to say that to me, you must be deeply in pain yourself somewhere. And my request and recommendation is that you find where that is, look at it, and heal it. And I, and I wish you all the best. Yeah, that's it's powerful, man. It's so so powerful. And I've I've found for myself that the times where I'm the least at ease and um, have this like internal chaos and discomfort and like it's like the gnawing feeling is mm-hmm. when I feel like I'm withholding something from a partner or, you a, are. Gr- or a girlfriend, right? Um, You're right. And it's I, your energy I, trying to tell you something. Yeah, and and, and literally the the most challenging times I've ever had in relationship have been just in prolonged periods of that where I sense it and I recognize what it is. And rather than, um, you know, just honestly and openly addressing it and seeing what happens, I would keep that in, right, as a way to either, um, you know, I think it's a, a way to seek safety. It feels kind of safe. Um, it's like, oh, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to. I don't want yeah. things to get get messed up. But ultimately, yeah. it just ends up killing you from the inside. And so, mm-hmm. I I too um, definitely value the honesty um, and want, love to see that um, practice, right? Because, like you said, it's mm-hmm. it should be uncomfortable. And in a society that's so built on appearances and pretending that everything is okay honesty is like the it's like the master key 
right? To to getting to the root oh. of what it is that's bothering us and what, what it is that's, um, you know, causing us to experience things that we don't want to experience and sort yeah. of unlock that and bring light to it, right? Shine some light onto those things that we've been hiding. Exactly. Exactly. And this is the, um, this is the, this is the aha moment for everybody. You know, like you're like, it's a health and wellness, um, you know, sorry, the show and yourself, you're more health and wellness, right? So you started the show with, why are we talking about health and well, uh, why are we talking about relationships when it's a health and wellness show? Perfect. Everybody should Google the effect of emotions on the body. Okay. And if you, and if you can go to Google and hit the images and hit, you know, effective emotions on the body and what you'll ideally what you'll find is this this one study that they did where they took a, like a thermal camera and they could see that different emotions manifest in the body in different ways and there and there's an energy to guilt there's an energy to fear there's an energy to happiness there's an energy to love and you'll see these dark spots these black spots these red spots these orange spots and these Red or all colors, yellow, blue, everything. And you'll see that the, 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 the negative emotions are dark and they have sort of like a dark blue cold energy. Okay. So for people who are cold, they are harboring a lot of in energy or information within and they're not speaking. You know, I knew a woman who used to dress like a, a homeless person and we'd be inside of a convention center and she'd have three jackets on and she'd be like, my hands are always cold. My feet are always cold. Well, do you think she was sharing love in her life? Do you think she was experiencing love in her life? No, she wasn't. Then she had a transformational experience within a couple of days and came back. The next time I saw her, she's wearing like a vest and a t-shirt and her hands were warmer and she was warmer. I felt more warm, loving energy from her. Her hugs felt different. You know what I mean? So energy is, you know, sorry, emotion is energy in motion and we've, found and proven that cancer is an emotional disease. So yeah, you have to express your emotions. You have to express yourself good, bad, and everything in between. Otherwise that energy or emotion gets stuck in the body and that's where disease starts to develop. Definitely. Definitely. Disease of the mind too. Like not just disease of the body, but disease of the mind, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, and that's where we have, you know, systemic issues and and generational traumas that are passed on. Exactly. Um, and uh, if people want a, a resource about the whole cancer and emotions thing, uh, German New Medicine would be something to look into. It's a fascinating study of the correlation between traumatic events and emotions and then the onset or the growth of cancer. Um and it's so true and and getting back to the whole idea of you know um just understanding the laws of the universe and understanding energy like the energetic reality of this hologram is always going to supersede the physical reality right and so even yeah. as in my work as a as a nutritionist as a health coach Oftentimes, you could have someone who's eating the best food, who's doing their exercise, who's doing their yoga, they're taking their vitamins, and they're miserable. And things aren't working, and, you know, they're just, they're not experiencing that vitality that they might be expecting to experience. And it's because yeah. underlying all of, all of the great things, by all means, take your vitamins, exercise, eat good food, that's all important stuff. But 
if you're not addressing the deeper energetic principles and reality, then you're not going to get the results that you're looking for, whether that's health or whether that's finding, you know, the love of your life. Uh, exactly. And you're exactly right. When you change the roots, you change the fruits. Oh, I love that. You change the roots, you change the fruits. That's brilliant. And just pivoting a little bit, bringing it back to um, something that I heard you share on our mutual friend uh, James Ert on his Dynamo show. I believe it was episode number one. Um, I remember you shared the difference between a growth partner and a legacy partner. And there might have been one other kind of partner you distinguished. Mm. Um, but I remember at the time having just broken up with someone, my first real committed relationship. Um, mm. and, but, but having that, that, that uh, awareness that, oh, she, like we were meant to be growth partners and that's what we were. Mm. Um, it nice. brought a lot of peace. And I wonder if you could just wrap a little bit about that and the different kinds of partnerships that you um, experience and, and are aware of. Absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned this. Uh, this is a topic that I, I love talking about and exploring. And I have been for some time, so thank you so much. Um, you know, I want to share a little funny story that will help explain this. When I was 19, I was dating someone. It was one of my longer relationships, you know, throughout my youth. Nine months we were together. And, um, you know, we had some friction in the relationship. And in hindsight, I didn't see it. I couldn't see it. I was young. But my friends were always telling me, like, what are you doing? Like, she treats you like garbage and you're like her little puppet and you're like her little dog. And why why are you letting her treat you this? And I was like, no, no. What are you talking about? And I was just totally smitten, star-studded, you know, whatever. I was 17. She was 19. I was 19. She was 21, whatever. I can't, I can't, I think it was seven, I think, yeah, actually, I was 17 and she was 19. So as a 17 year old, here I am dating this girl that's hot and smoking and two years older than me and all my friends are not dating anyone or they're dating people their age. So I'm like, you know, ego riding high, right? So this, this girl, like in hindsight, she, she did not treat me well. <laughs> she did not treat me well. And, uh, I remember before her, her birthday, um, it was like the, her birthday was on like the Sunday and on the like Thursday evening, we got into a fight, uh, Friday, she wouldn't talk to me. It was one of the ways that she manipulated me. So I took, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come, you know, no problem, whatever. And I think actually Monday was her birthday. And so Sunday night at midnight, I called and started singing her happy birthday. She picks up the phone. She goes, hello, happy birthday to, you know, and I'm getting, I'm into the song, whatever. And she cuts me off partway through the song. And she says, what are you doing? I'm still mad at you. And I'm like, it's your birthday. Are you kidding me? Like, I'm singing you happy birthday. Are you kidding? She's like, yeah, I'm still mad at you. And we got into this whole argument and conversation. And I said, you know what? This is fucking crazy. This is fucking nuts. It's your birthday. I'm trying to celebrate your birthday. Yes, I'm trying to make things right. I'm singing to you you're mad at me still over something so small and stupid. We're done. I, I, we're done. This is, this is, this is over. We're, we're done. That's it. And I, I, for the first time, like in my life, like I took a huge stand for myself and I said, you know what? This is fucked up. I'm not going to do this anymore. I do not want to be with someone that can't get over a little argument. And especially on her birthday, receive the gift that I'm giving. You know what I mean? This is crazy. So in, in hindsight, in looking back, that was a growth experience. Now, 
most people and the old way of thinking would have said, you know, oh, she's a bitch, she's a this, she's a that, no, 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 fuck that, no, 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 you know what I mean? That's what small level thinking does. That's what a lot of the masses kind of do. If you look at like our own lives, we're guilty of this in our teenage years. We get caught up in that high school drama gossip culture, right? But higher level thinking, consciousness and awareness says, what, what can I learn from this? Well, what I learned is to have a backbone. That's, that's when Michael learned to have a backbone. And thankfully he, he learned it at a young age. So I didn't go through any people or partners or relationships in the future where they were manipulating me. And anytime I noticed that I was being manipulated, I went, mm, something's wrong here. And I started to, you know, think about it, back off, say goodbye, see you later. Not worth my time. Not the kind of relationship I want to have. Nothing wrong with you. If you want to have that kind of relationship, you know, you want to live out like the Kardashians on TV. No problem. You want to live out Cosmo and, you know, drama magazine or whatever, soap opera. There's people for that. There are levels of consciousness for that. I just choose not to have that kind of relationship. I choose to have a higher level relationship, one that's based on love, contribution, truth, appreciation, and growth. So that's a growth experience. What a, what a, thank you for letting me share that. That, It's great for me to share that, by the way, (laughs) because it's been a long time since I've come from that experience. But I can look back and say that was a growth partner. Now, here's the great thing. I believe that relationships are about growth. I believe that you can learn something from every relationship and every partner. And every partner does come into your life for you to grow. Some, some of my clients, they wonder, why did I attract that person? Why did I attract that person? Well, you tell me, what did you need to learn that the learning of which would elevate you to another level? One reason why people keep attracting the same kind of person, just in a different body, is because you haven't learned the lesson from that person. Remember that the universe is holographic and everything is a mirror. So what are they trying to teach you? What is the universe trying to make sure you learn that if you learn that, you won't be in that kind of pain anymore. So a growth partner is someone who helps you grow to a level where you can achieve something greater. And the game never stops until you decide, and you, if, if you want that, you decide to commit, and you decide to commit to someone. Now, growth partners are people that, you know, throughout your life, let's say maybe until, you, until your 30s, that there's something to learn and there's something to grow in every relationship until you get to enough growth that you can say it's handled. It's done. I, I'm, I'm so good. You know, I'm, I'm great. I'm ready for what's next. Then the two of you get to come together and create your legacy together. And that's what Jessica and I are doing. Jessica is my life partner. She's my fiance, but she's also my legacy partner. She's the one. She's the one that's going to help me build a legacy and we're going to do it together. Whether she has a legacy of her own and I'm going to help her build that or we have one together and we're going to build that or she's going to help me build mine or all three. And for us, it's all three. And there's different levels to relationships. I have a, I have a sort of infographic and diagnostic tool, which is seven levels of conscious relationships. And at the very top, You're in the seventh chakra. You're in the seventh level. You're from the crown. So what are you doing? You're fully connected to source. You're completely giving. You're creating abundance for others like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and Bill Gates and Melinda Gates. 
they're at the highest levels. They're creating uber value. They're creating supreme value and contribution for others through their gifts, political means, philanthropic, you know what I mean? They're legacy partners creating and leaving a legacy together. You look at the drama that's on soap operas, they're, they're, they're at like the second level, the second or third level, because the first level is, you know, there is obviously no legacy and there's abuse, right? The red chakra, the root chakra, it's um, symbolic of lower consciousness, right? You get stuck in that consciousness, it's all about survival. So where do you want to go? Where do you want to grow? Do you want to leave a legacy? Maybe you don't want to leave a legacy. You just want to live happily ever after with two kids, one car, and a white picket fence. There's nothing wrong with that. It's your choice. The, the thing that we have to do, though, is choose. If you're unhappy, if you're dissatisfied, if you're alone at night watching Netflix every night, or you're just going out with the buddies and drinking and getting smashed, enjoy that. That's, that's your choice. You can have something greater. Free will means we can rise to whatever level of consciousness we wish. Yeah, yeah. And I love that, you know, it is a choice. And I guess for myself in, in my, many of my early years, most of those choices were completely unconscious, like you said, right? And so for me, and the invitation that I always have for folks is to get clear on, are you choosing this because it's really you know, what's meant for you, what's best for you, what you feel called towards, or is it the result of all the opinions of parents or teachers or society at large, or, you know, our cultural conditioning that is driving, um, you know, the direction of your life. And I think for myself, for the longest time, it was parents and, you know, society. And I'm doing things mm -hmm. because those are the things I should do, mm -hmm. right? Um, and so getting really clear, really, really clear, and then owning it, right? Um, once you get to that place of clarity, um, and regardless of how out of line or, you know, kind of crazy it might seem, yeah. to really own that, right? And to know that, okay, it doesn't matter if my external world or these people or the current, uh, the current society doesn't understand me or doesn't understand what I'm doing, um, because I know what it is that I'm doing and I know that it's it's meant for me mm -hmm. and you get to change and you get to say and the amazing thing is is every level it'll be different you know what I mean every level level it'll be different like when we like business is a good example because you can quantify a lot of it so in my first level of business in my sorry in my first year in my in my second year in my third year I was fighting against that social programming actually it was it was family programming I was fighting against you know, my dad's voice that was in my head that was super dominant that said, you got to have a job. You need to have a job. You know, you, 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 entre businesses are risky and uh, entrepreneurs are stupid. And, uh, you know, there was another family member of mine in the family who was an entrepreneur who was not successful. And he used her as an example of, you know, failure. So what I was fighting against and, and, going to battle with for the first few years was this programming in my head again these are my beliefs that were that were not serving me that were someone else's beliefs and love my dad he was an incredible incredible dad he is still an amazing dad fantastic provider friend you know father figure in every sense of the word and in this area his beliefs just got projected onto me 
And they're not true. They're just his beliefs. And I had to do that work to fight against them. And as I did more workshops and read more books and seminars and coaches, I was able to break through those patterns, see the beliefs for what they were from a new perspective and just let them go. And thankfully now I have tools to do that a lot faster than I use in my practice and my courses and events with people. Uh, two fantastic tools. One, simple breathing exercises allow the brain to um, rewire some of those neural patterns that are programmed and stuck like glue. And the second one is a powerful form of, I don't know, you could call it like trance, um, hypnosis, uh, visualization maybe, where you take on the negative belief and the limiting decision in the moment and you and you go back and you can trace it without experiencing the emotions or, or the pain and simply see it from a different perspective and realize truth. Again, there's that theme of truth and, and see it for what it is. And then the emotions naturally disappear from that new perspective. You gain new openings for action and new beliefs that are more wholesome, more integrated, more positive and more serving of you. God bless you know, consciousness and time that, that gives us these tools as we evolve, which are more and more and more effective than traditional uh, forms of therapy and uh, less time consuming. Thank goodness for that. Yes, yes, definitely the whole standing on the shoulders of giants, right? And and, and learning from those that have gone before us and using the tools that they've cultivated and, and explored um, to sort of, you know, help us to have a bit more of a smooth ride mm-hmm. on the way, right? Yeah. I'm all about that. <laughs> I'm all about that. And I mean, just touching on tools, um, it's, a, it's a nice segue. You, you mentioned that you had a online course coming up soon. I'd love yeah. to hear about that and get the details so people that are interested can uh, can find it. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm uh, really, really, really glad um, I, I have something like that now. You know, struggled for a few years to create an online course. And uh, within two weeks last year, you know, the energy had just moved into the right place and I was able to just do it and get it done. So, yeah, it's up and it's ready. Um, it's it can, it can be found at either of my websites. Uh, the relationshipmaster.com or the organic method of dating.com. Um, you probably find it faster if you go to the organic method of dating.com. The course is called Get Relationship Ready. And in five days, basically, I can promise that people will get relationship ready. Now, when someone hears that, they might think, Oh, I, I am relationship ready. And why do I need a course called Get Relationship Ready? Well, bad news. Your unconscious mind is running the show and you're not relationship ready. If you were, you'd be in one. You'd be meeting people. <laughs> you'd be dating. You know, you'd be attracting those right people. You'd be having these great dates, these great conversations, these great experiences. But you're not. Why you're not? You're not actually ready. Don't worry about it. That's a good thing. That just means you need to, you know, wipe the slate clean. You need to come to the world with a clean slate. And this course does that. And most people... They, they do not have a clean slate. You know, they're dragging with them their past patterns, their past thoughts, their past relationships, their exes, the time they were screwed over, the time they were cheated, uh, cheated on, the time they, their trust was broken. All that stuff is in the background, in the unconscious, coming to this next person, coming to this next relationship, coming to that dating website or that app. So in a period of five days, we can deal with that and actually get you to a place where you have a clean slate. And when you have a clean slate, it's a blank canvas. You can paint whatever you want on that picture. So, for example, a lot of 
you know, coaches and people and mentors and gurus and whatever in the dating and relationship space will tell you, get your list and have a list and have a list of things you want. No, don't do that. Get your slate clean first, then create your picture, your painting on your canvas. So that's what the course does. So it's a great little course. It's uh, right now on a New Year's promotion right now for about 50 bucks. Um, I'm using exercises that I've used with clients for years. And uh, it's the foundation. It sets you off on the right foot. It, it actually gets you in the place where you can attract the right person. And uh, I think, you know, for where people are at, it's it's non-negotiable. You got to do that work. Definitely. Definitely. And I love that it's coming from a place of um, not necessarily trying to add anything, but really getting the crap cleared out, right? <laughs> and it, our culture is so quick to buy the next thing and accumulate and consume and, you know, collect things um, and oftentimes never use them. So I love I love that approach of getting really clear, cleaning the slate and then allowing what's meant to happen to happen. Um, so that sounds awesome. So, yeah. So if everyone's listening and you're interested in that, if you feel like, you know, I'm stuck or things just aren't clicking, then I would highly recommend checking it out because... Michael definitely knows his stuff when it comes to this, and uh, I think you get a lot of value from that. Thank you. And I know uh, you, just you, looking at you so mentioned you uh, you mentioned because I know last year uh, your brother picked up a copy of my book uh, for you, right? So I'm just oh, wondering, yeah. what did you get out of that? Because we hadn't talked about what you. It's, it's kind of a long book. It's a little uh, wordy at times. It's my first one, but um, I'd love to know what you got out of that. Yeah, well, one of the biggest ones, and I remember you, you wrote a little note in the cover um, suggesting a few different spots to look um, because you were aware that I had just split with my uh, previous mm. partner. And the the exercise, I think it was called Getting Complete, mm-hmm. um, the section, Getting Complete or Finding Completion or something along those lines, mm-hmm. of really going through and figuring out and uh, expressing and, and bringing awareness to all of the things that you are still holding on to mm-hmm. um, and to all of the things that, um, like how that relationship allowed you to show up and how it is now forcing you or inviting you to change. Um, so that, that, that section was definitely uh, what stood out the most for me and very helpful, very helpful for just processing some emotions and some... Um, some stories, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, again, creating space from the stories that I was telling myself and recognizing that they're just stories and that I can understand them and then choose to write a different one. Um, awesome. That in itself was very, very powerful. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. And actually, just for everyone that's listening, that exercise is in the uh, is in that course, that Get Relationship Ready course. So. I put that in there for a reason because it, it has that effect. It lets go of those emotions. It processes those those stories and those uh, and those things that aren't serving you from your past past partner. Definitely, definitely. And two more quick things, and I know we're coming up on our time here. And yeah, uh, no I wanted to ask. I like to ask everyone this: What are t- uh, three resources, whether it be books? documentaries, movies, mm. um, even teachers that have had a profound impact on your life that you'd like to share. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. Uh, I love sharing you know, resources and wisdom. 
and I'm constantly learning and growing. You know, I'm one of those people that believes if you're not growing, you're dying. So I love to grow. I love to learn. Um, yeah, I mentioned already the holographic universe. So, so that one for sure. Another one is the biology of belief. Love that one. The biology of belief. Uh, that one was really big and huge for me as well. It's uh, medical proof of how your beliefs are connected to your cells in your body and your in your biology. Um, I'm, I actually recently started checking out Kabbalah. Uh, Kabbalah is often confused with um, religion. It's not religion. It's a spiritual practice, and it, it's a fantastic thing. You can you can find out you know. More on their website. There's books around Kabbalah you can you can grab. Um, I just took a, a course um, on on the ego last year because uh, I was kind of confused about the ego. You know, there's a lot of stuff out there about ego. It's good. It's bad. It's this. It's that. Uh, in in two short sessions, I was able to get really clear on my ego and um, what it is and how it works against me and how I can use it to work for me. So I would say definitely check that out. Um, if you're a spiritual person, it'll resonate. If you're into energy, it'll resonate. Vibration, uh, the soul, the spirit, any any of those things, it'll it'll resonate. Um, and I would say the last thing. Let me just check for a second here. The last thing is a book that I had just finished reading, and it's called True Prosperity. And while it is a book about um, money and business it is more a book about universal laws and universal principles and how they work and you can apply any of it to relationships business people money anything 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 actually really teaches you in a a very simple and easy to understand sense um energy and vibration and uh how how it all works uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful, short, simple, but powerful. So yeah, I would say those. And who was the author of True Prosperity? You know? Oh, um, geez, I just finished it. It's uh, I, I can look it up if not. Sure, yeah, I think it's Yehuda Berg. Uh, he's a he's a Kabbalist. So if okay. if taking courses on Kabbalah maybe is too big of a jump for you, check out a book on it. That's uh, a it's a it's a book written by a Kabbalist. His name is Yehuda Berg. Y e h u d a P-E-R-G. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Great question. The last thing I would love to get is what does the statement redefining reality bring up in you? Hmm. Well, I love it. And I love that it's the name of your show. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to be really proud to share share on social media uh, the show for that very name. Um what it means to me is I'm reminded of a spiritual teacher named Bashar who talks about how every choice you make, reality shifts. And when you take actions, <clears throat> when you take actions and you um, make choices, the life path you're on alters. And he says, you're shifting. He says, you're shifting, you're shifting, you're shifting, you're shifting, you're shifting. You're all shifting always. And you're never not shifting. Every second you're shifting. And he says you're shifting from reality to reality to reality with every choice you make. And it, and it talks to that theory of the uh, multiple universes or parallel universes theory. 
And so this, this spiritual teacher talks about how that, that is your reality. Your reality is that you're shifting all the time. And so to me, redefining reality means choosing your reality as you want it to be with every choice, with every decision you make, with every choice you take. That's what redefining reality to means, to me means. You can choose it and you can shape it however you like. Beautiful. I love it, man. I love it. Well, let me just take a moment to to thank you and to acknowledge you for, you know, the force for evolution that you are embodying and this mission that you're on to help people get clear, help people get what they want out of life and out of love. Um, and really, you know, the service you provide and the 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 tools and the uh, communication that you're putting out there. Um, it's thank definitely you. making a difference, and I just thank you and acknowledge you for that. Thank you. Thanks so much, Brian. I really appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. Um, it feels really good to share, you know, on this kind of form with you. And um, I got to say, man, you are a uh, you're a wise man. I listened to some of your episodes, and I was really happy to be on the show. I'm really excited because you got a ton of wisdom in there yourself, and you know what you're doing. So thank you for bringing a vehicle of light like this to, uh, to people and to people's lives. Thank you. It is, it is my pleasure. It really is. And, uh, that's why I'm here. I'm here to share. I'm here to, you know, help and to, um, to, to rebuild this tribe of conscious empowered people. Um, yes. so we can make it, make a difference and, and create a more beautiful, harmonious experience. So, Amazing. Thank you, awesome. Michael. Thank you, everyone who listened, who stayed with us, who is engaged and interested in making their lives better and finding a fantastic partner to complement them and to help them grow. Everything that we mentioned will be linked up in the show notes over at brianhardy.ca slash the relationship master. And until next time, Keep redefining reality and have an amazing day.
capsizing The waves are rising 